Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. All right, guys, everyone, welcome back to episode two of Sex with My Grandma. We are so overwhelmed with the support that we got from episode one. Um, so we just wanted to say a big thank you to everyone who listened and gave us feedback. Um, we did know that we've got, we had a bit of a trouble with, um, bad quality, but bear with us. We're an amateur podcast. <laughs> um, and as always, I've got the amazing Ruth Simons, my beautiful boobas here with me. Hi. Hi, darling. How are you? I'm really good, busy and looking forward to our second podcast tonight. Yeah. And basically, guys, based off the back of the um, the overwhelming um, feedback and intrigue we had around the statistic last week around cheating, which was that in relationships, 80% or is it 80% of relationships, one person is likely to cheat. Um, so Bubba and I had a chat this week and we thought it would be, I don't know, silly if we didn't address cheating and delve into that a little bit deeper. What do you reckon, Bubba? Yeah, I think it's a great idea because a lot of people ask me the same question, Olivia. It seems to intrigue people. In fact, it- yeah, and I think it's super relatable too. Like yeah. everyone's either been through it or have cheated or know someone. It's just such a topic that's, you know, I feel like people have very varying views on. Exactly. And yeah, mm. it suggests that, you know what, in 2017, there was some recent research where 75% of men admitted to cheating and six, 68% of women admitted. Now, I dispute that because the word cheating variably means that somebody's not telling the truth about something. And so I, I so can't imagine. As if everyone's going to admit to cheating. That's probably <laughs> well, a really horrible statistic. Not many people are going to admit to researchers how much they cheat or have they cheated. But exactly. from my years of experience, um, I believe as many women cheat as much as men, except they don't, mm. uh, they're much better at cheating than men. Uh, because, because we're cleverer. Well, we're more devious, let me put it in that way. <laughs> I <laughs> and, certainly am. And, and we, but we, before we jump in, Bob, I think it would be really good if we could just go into the definition of cheating. What is cheating? What is like, does it vary per relationship or per person? But do we have like a textbook definition for what cheating is? You're the expert here. Okay. There's no clearly defined reason for cheating. In fact, this will surprise you that in the happiest the happiest married couples, people cheat. And people mm. cheat for all sorts of reasons. They treat they cheat because they can. They cheat because uh, they have had a one night stand. They cheat because they're drunk. They cheat because they go to Las Vegas. They cheat 
Mm. And women, I'd like a dollar for every woman that's walked through my door to tell me that they're having an affair with their personal trainers. I actually think personally have a ball in their industry. And (laughs) the reason being is that personal trainers are like psychologists. They're sitting there listening to all their clients' problems and getting paid for it at the same time. And these women Mm. guys are wonderful because they listen to them and their partners don't. But their poor partners are away earning money so that they can go to these personal <laughs> trainers. And so, you know, there really is no clearly defined reason why people cheat. But men and women definitely have definitions of it, different definitions. Of it. Yeah. So for women, I'd love to know what I would love to know the difference there because in my head, mm. I feel like this is like obviously just like my yeah. woman on the street opinion. I would have a feeling that men would have a bigger problem with like a physical act, whereas women would would have more of a problem with like an emotional affair and stuff like that. And does that even count as cheating in this day and age? Well, yes. Or ever? Yeah, well, again, let's go back to women. Some women will, if they catch their husbands watching pornography, they would class that as cheating if they, if the wife didn't or the partner, female partner didn't know that, the guy was cheating, and some women like pornography. Wait, wait. So, well, if you, so if they catch their partner watching porn, they would classify that as cheating. Yes, particularly if they're not That's aware that wild. they're doing it, and particularly mm. if aware if their if their husband is or partner is having more sex with their computer than they are with them. So they would. Do you reckon that's because they're hiding it? It's like if they don't know about it, it's like that betrayal because they're not aware of it. Is that that emotional effect playing in again? No, I just I think women look at different. This it's on a hierarchical list with women. So we talk mm. about people's. Some women find that pornography is cheating. Um, having a massage with a happy ending is cheating. Uh, going mm. yeah, I was going to ask about sex workers and whether that counts. And sex workers, if they find out that their mm. their partners, I keep saying husbands, but partners. Um, go to prostitutes, um, one night stands, drug and alcohol fueled people, you know, like in partners that go away overseas. So, women, mm. the worst thing you can do for a woman as far as cheating goes, that the one that literally causes post traumatic stress is when they find out their partners are having a full on affair and fall in love with yeah. another woman. So, when they're emotionally involved with a woman, it's it's so traumatic for the person who's been betrayed and for men the ultimate cheating is penetration they can put up with a hell of a lot oh my god so my theory was right i was spot on it's like more emotional for women you get very physical for men (laughs) i had i did have someone ask me if it's cheating if it's just the tip what's that (laughs) what's the tip just, just the tip the tip of the penis, like just the oh, tip. Okay, yeah, now I see what you mean. Okay. Well, <laughs> I would think that if any man yes, put, of his, it is. put his tip anywhere near another woman that wasn't his partner's, I would deem that as cheating. <laughs> I'm crying. Yeah, of course it is. So, oh my God, there you go. I'd Do you have to know who is considered cheating? Olivia. Oh my, I won't, I won't disclose. But is, do you reckon um, having a kiss with someone who's not your partner is cheating? Sometimes, yes. 
So it depends. Do you think it depends on the relationships and whether it's defined within the relationship what's classified as cheating? Do you think that when you're entering a relationship it's, you know, beneficial to um, talk about and really set your boundaries with the other person and let them know where your limits are? Well, again, yes. I mean, maybe another night we'll talk about how setting boundaries. set boundaries and mm-hmm. have open relationships and yeah and do and, and you know go to swingers clubs and things like that. We're not talking about mm-hmm. that. tonight we're talking about um people's reactions to cheating. Now mm. you know I explain to women that it's it, historically men are very, very visual and they need to be visually stimulated and as far back as I can ever remember men need to look at something visual to be stimulated. So before the internet and your time, there wasn't a man that Mm -hmm. I knew that didn't have uh, a Playboy magazine under the front seat of his car or, you know, under his pillow. Uh, In fact, walk back in memory today, I have three sons and my six-year-old son Oh, my God, do I want to hear this? <laughs> well, no, I caught oh him running out of a shop with a book under his arm and the, and the shopkeeper running after him and he had taken a Playboy <laughs> off the magazine of the shelf. And so I made him politely give it back. So Playboy has been around for a long time and, and men have always needed that stimulation. And now mm. it's got it to a deeper level with cheating because – they're not looking at photographs. They're actually looking at real live women and men having sex with each other. And so a lot of men get caught up with having sex with a different woman every night on their screen rather than the same woman in bed with them every night. So Right, so it's just like mixing it up. Sorry? They're just trying, like, they're mixing it up. Like, it's just, it's funny because, like, I think we said last week that men would happily go to bed with the same woman in the same routine. So why do you think they look to porn on top of that? Well, one of the questions that I ask my couples that come in, and sexual discrepancy is a very, very big problem in relationships today, particularly when you've been together for a long time. So one of the questions I say is, look, out of 10, you tell me how much interest do you have in sex? And then a guy might say 10 out of 10. And the woman might say, I'm about a 3 out of 10 at the moment. So I say to the couples, well, there's no way any sex therapist in the world can make your 3 out of 10 become a 10 out of 10. If that's what your interest in sex is, that's what it is. So for men who need more sex than their wives are willing to or partners are willing to give out, they they really need to masturbate. And so that's why they use pornography rather than But isn't masturbating healthy? It's good for you. Yeah. Everyone does it. Well, a lot of people don't you, you remember that you the guys word like you do just now. They they actually they actually um uh, freak out at the word. <laughs> but actually masturbation really? is normal. For, but a lot of people yeah. don't see it as such and don't like, don't like I find to it so that M word. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, do you know what I find so funny because obviously we're very open in this family. In fact, you gave me my first vibrator when I was like 17. Evil <laughs> telling people that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> 
Hey, I'm proud of that. Very open sexually, looking after my sexual health. Um, okay, one question that I'm dying to know the answer yeah. to is whether you can come back from cheating, can a relationship be shaped, can be saved, yeah. and whether you can move on and learn to, like, gain that trust back after the betrayal and, like, yes. you know, there's been a yes. um, incident in the relationship. Yes. So I'll start off with the fact that when two people present for therapy and and I can see, I ask them, are they committed in saving their relationships? When I can see that one person is very, very keen and the other person isn't, I can immediately tell by their body language that there's a third person in the story. And I ask them straight out, really? is there a third person? Mm-hmm. Most of them deny it at first, but I can tell straight away that there is, but I can't say I don't believe you. But eventually it does <laughs> it does come out. And when when the the couples do present where one has one of the partners have been caught, literally caught out cheating, and the other partner is so remorseful because they realize that they were really only cheating because it was fun because there was mystery attached to it, because they were being naughty. But the reality of getting caught out and giving up really the the person that they are in love with and that they don't want to break up their families, don't want to split their finances, don't want to have other people bringing up their children. And Mm -hmm. I, I say to them, look, what the person who has been cheated on the one that's been betrayed is yep. going through the grief process over the loss of trust in the relationship. And oh, 100%. And I can totally understand yeah, that. Yeah, I tell them that if, if your partner had been hit by a Mack truck and killed, sometimes it's easier than having to deal with someone who betrays you because the grieving process is exactly the same. And so... Well, that breaks my heart a little bit. That's so sad. Well, they do. They actually become so traumatized that it's like post-traumatic stress for some people. And so the But they can come back from it, right? Give me some they, hope. They, they definitely can come back if they're both committed, but I tell them that it's a process. And the process is that the the person who is betrayed has to commit to being transparent and quit squeaky clean with the person that they have betrayed. Women are like pit bull terriers and unless they find out every single detail of what their partner has Mm. done, and I literally mean every detail, every gory detail, it's like a jigsaw. Like even like who initiated, did he come, did you use a condom, who was on top, like all of that, they want to know everything. Yeah. I mean, I would. Would I? I don't even know. No. I've never been cheated on. Can you believe (laughs) Well, that, this is women for some reason or other. It's not that they're boys. Or have never found out. Who knows? <laughs> they, they just need to know every detail like a jigsaw puzzle to put all the pieces together in order to recognise that their partner now is telling them the truth and then, they're, then mm. they're, they can start trusting again and they get a bit, they get a bit struck, you know, awestruck when I say this to them that, it's a two-year process for the betrayed person to trust that betrayer again, and they just don't wake up in two years' time, jump out of bed and say, hey, I trust you. It's every six mm-hmm. months that person has to be squeaky clean, 
they have to be transparent by putting all their media out on the table, all their their passwords. Yeah. So that and look, believe me, men and women don't want to become wardens, police wardens. They don't want to have to check up on everything that their partner does, but they need to do it for a little no. while till they start learning trust again. And is that same for males as well? I know you said that like females want to know every single detail. How do men usually react when they've been betrayed? They're not not all men are the same. I've had a couple of men who have acted like women and I can't believe you've got no idea they are in the most incredible private eyes, private investigators, <laughs> the lengths they go to to find out details of where their partners have stayed, what hotels they've stayed in and try to catch it. They've rung up hotels yeah. and made out that they left their coats in the hotel that night. They do, they get. So it's kind of the same. Like men will go to lengths to find out details as well, but it's not so much the intimate details. It's like more the process of how it happened and where it happened. Well, it's more about finding out the truth. And when, when yeah, they probably. know every single detail, then the person that's betrayed can say, okay, now I can start trusting you again. But when you get someone that says, no, I'm not going to tell you every gory detail because I don't want to hurt the other person, I, I say, oh, no, that yeah. doesn't work. It really doesn't that work that way. You, you, and, and the other thing that where men and women are different, guys often say, yeah, look, I'm so sorry, babe. I love you so much. Let's get on with it now. Um, and I say to them, no, mm. sorry, that doesn't cut it. <laughs> You've got to be punished. Doesn't fly. Punished a little bit, uh, and it doesn't mean to mean lifetime punishment either. But you yeah. can't get over it so quickly by just saying, "I'm sorry, let's get over it." There has to be. So basically, in order to move past or like to mend a relationship where someone's been betrayed, there has to be both parties are committed to making it work and fixing it, and there has to be complete and honest, open transparency between both. Yes. That's that's the but two But a lot things. of people find that very, very difficult, particularly like they've been cheating for so long that they, you know, have their phones attached to their hips or their fingers and they go to bed. Doesn't everyone? Pillows. <laughs> And they or they hide their phones in their cars, their mobile phones. Um, but yeah. now they have to put it on the table, and any time the betrayed person wants to have a look at that phone, they need to be able to do it just for a while, so that they know that they can start trusting their partner again. And there, and I say to my wow. my clients, there's a big life after cheating that that you can have a better relationship after than what you had before because. You are now being totally honest and transparent with each other and you're able to tell each other the reasons why you haven't had a committed and uh, intimate relationship, but this is your chance to do it. And and it does. And mm. people come back and have much better relationships after cheating than what they had before. So It's funny you should bring up phones because I actually have a question yes. about that. In your experience and in your time as a psychologist, have you seen there have seen any correlation between social media and cheating, or how has cheating changed over the years? Um, I'm not. I don't believe people are cheating any more today than what they did in my days. Only that mm. it's just too. It's actually you have to be really. I feel like it's easier to find out. I feel like it's way easier to get caught. Yes, because 
It's almost yeah. impossible to cheat without getting caught because everybody uses social media. Remember I said to you last week that harmless flirting was great because you nobody nobody got hurt. That mm. but today if you want to pass, say, a compliment to somebody and you send them a text, the written word is gospel and that's how people get into trouble. And it's Oh, people get in trouble for liking someone's photo these days. It's like the smallest yeah. thing, which actually is flirting cheating. I know that we said harmless flirting, but flirting with intent, is that cheating? Well, explain to me what you mean by flirting with intent. So, like, there's harmless flirting, like you said last week, where you just, like, like the random barista that you're talking to, you have a little, like, flirt and a chat with. But if you're engaging with someone on social media, knowing that you're attracted to them and getting excited when they're messaging you back and things like that, when you know, like, you really shouldn't be talking to them, but you're doing it anyway, that would, I would say, is, like, those feelings around that are guilty feelings and knowing that, like, you know, there's a little bit of, like, motivation and intent behind that conversation and, you know, talking to that person. That's well, I, think, I think that you're, you're on your way to cheating when you start mm. flirting with intent, as you call it, because... I think most people today have plenty of opportunities to cheat because it's out there for everybody. But if you're a committed person yep. to your relationship, you'll you'll be flattered and move on. But if if there's any desire there between two people mm. and you get and people get the opportunity to do it, they will start intently um you know, texting each other, sending each other messages. And when the partner catches those, the person's message, of course they feel like they've been cheated on. Do you think that if everyone was given the opportunity and they had the desire that it's possible for anyone to cheat? Well, if they, the desire means that they want it too. Okay, so remove the desire. If they if they were given the opportunity, would they would would anyone cheat if they were given the opportunity? I can't broadly say everybody because I think a lot of people have. Uh, it depends it on is, your morals. It's, got, it's a lot of to do with your values, and I think that if your values are that you you want monogamy is very important to you. It doesn't matter how much you desire the mm. other person um, and the you feel the intent is there, um, a clever person will mm. walk away from it. But I'll tell you something else, Liv. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I do insist, and a lot of people don't like it, is that when people have affairs in the office and their mm. partner finds Big out, one. One, of the, one of the things that I absolutely say is imperative is that somebody has to leave the office. You can't have an affair like and continue wow. working in the same office. And, and I totally agree with that. That's a huge <laughs> thing, seeing them every yeah. day. Mm. It's huge because most people don't want to live, give up work. And I say to them, you, mm. you're just dangling, you know, uh, an apple in front of somebody every day because you're not going to have a happy day every day with your partner. And on any day that you walk out the house and you've had a bad day with your partner and you're sitting opposite the person that you've had an affair with, they're going to start looking good to you again. 
Yeah. So, oh, so I yeah. think it's That's absolutely impossible to have an affair and work with the same person. Mm. Um, okay, yes. so another question. You know how, like, people go on breaks? This is, like, the whole, like, I'm take, doing a real, like, friends reference here with Ross and Rachel when they're on a break. So say you're on a break with your partner and you sleep with someone else. Is that considered cheating? When you decide to have a breakup for a time out from each other? You know when like, people are like, yeah, like a timeout, people are taking space, they're on a break. Well, yeah, but they're like, you know, figuring that, it out. That, oh, that will that will come down to the contract and the boundaries that you that you set up with your partner because you might say, Look, I need a break from you, I need time out, but the deal is that you don't see anybody else. You don't go out yes. dating. Yeah, so it's but if you turn yeah. around and say, I want a break, but I do want to date other people and both of you mm. agree, then, yes, it's not cheating because you've both agreed to it. Yeah. So mm. I feel like basically cheating comes down to what you define it as with your partner and where you've set those boundaries, and with, whether you're in a committed relationship or on a break or yes. whatever, including social media, yeah. literally everything. Um, okay, another really juicy question, and this is something that I'm actually really curious about because a lot of yes. people ask me about this. If you know that your friend's been cheated on, do you tell them? No, I wouldn't. Uh, I tell you what purpose. I would do. <laughs> if my, if mm-hmm. I knew that my best friend was being cheated on, I would go to the cheater and say to the mm. cheater, "I know you're cheating, and unless I know a hundred percent." that you have stopped, I will be telling your partner. So, yes, because nobody will ever thank Mm. you for running up and telling you that their partner is cheating. And What if the the partner doesn't tell them? If you find out that the partner is not telling them, then you follow through and say, I'm going to tell my best girlfriend that you're cheating on her. I'm not going to let her go ahead and marry you or have the relationship with you knowing that you are still doing what you're doing. So mm. either you commit to me and prove to me that it, you're not doing it anymore or I will be telling her. Yeah. Yeah. What about if you if your friend knows that they're being cheated on but is in like a bit of denial about it? How do you help someone? Well, I guess it's up to them, isn't it? But how do you help someone through that situation when they're kind of a bit in naive denial situation with what's going on in their relationship. You mean do you do with, anything? Their, with their partners or with the person they're cheating with? No. So say like my friend was being cheated on and yes. she knew about it but was in denial about it. How do you help her through that or help well, them through that? Well, you know that? what? There's a lot of women, particularly women, and particularly if they have a very lovely life with their husbands, their kids, they've got beautiful homes. They turn their backs and, and go into denial over it because the second option of splitting up is not a pretty one. So there's plenty of women mm. throughout history who have bitten their tongues and, and looked, back, you know, closed their eyes to it because, A, they're still Mrs. Smith. <laughs> they still carry the name. They still mm. go away on the family holidays. Yeah. They still live in the beautiful home. They still drive the beautiful cars and they, 
they're not really in denial over it. They're just not letting on that they know about it. Most women know when their mm. partners are cheating long term. Mm. I think so too. I feel like women are super yeah. intuitive. And I, like you said, well, you could tell as soon as a couple walks in the room whether there's a third yeah. party from body language. I feel like both men and women can pick up on this so easily. It's just whether you decide to yes. listen to and, it or not. And, and weighing up the pros and the cons that that is it worth mm. breaking up our family, having to sell the family home, mm. having to give up half our assets, having our children, you know, mm. sharing our kids 50-50 because divorce really sucks for kids. Um, if you're not- actually, that, that, that actually um, makes me think of a question. Do Are children affected from, you know, their parents going through a betrayal? Yes, very much so. Very much so. It, it, it mm. actually is a shock to most children. You know, when I talk to my clients and they, mm. and they tell me their parents split up and I say, was, has, was it a shock for you? So, some kids say no, they were glad that their parents split up because they weren't meant to be with each other and they had abusive relationships and they never liked each other. And so when they split up, it was a much nicer home for them to be with a nicer place to be with with the happier parent but when mm. when one of the um, partners split up the children are actually quite mortified by it and quite often they go with the person who has been betrayed um, so that if mum walks out and leaves yeah. dad for another guy and dad is devastated. The kids nine and a half times out of ten will want to stay with dad and be around dad. And they they go through a stage where they don't yeah. even want to talk to their mums. They really they go through I hate mum stage uh, for doing for doing this to yeah. us and to dad. Yeah. And by, and by can and children by get over it? Mm. Mm. Yeah, of course. So you know how we said that like that's definitely possible for like a. a a couple to move on from a cheating situation, are the children able to move on usually? If they split up or you mean if mum and dad? If the couple, no, if mum like, and dad. If they stay together oh, and yeah, work no, through it. Oh, yeah, no, the kids it. are delighted. Kid, no, very, very few kids want their parents to split up. Believe it or mm. not, even though 60% of first relationships fail, 75% of second relationships fail and mainly because of stepkids. They make life. They make wow, life. Wait, what a <laughs> Watch me while I stay single forever, guys. This is looking up for old life. <laughs> All right, I think yes. we've got time for one more question, and it's the age-old question. I can't think of better way to yes. end today. Once a cheater, no. always a cheater. No, really. No. As I said to you earlier, people cheat for all reasons, and if somebody cheats for like once and they're incredibly remorseful over the fact that they've cheated, I don't believe they'll they ha- they will cheat again. But there so, are there are people, so it's not a pattern. No, it's there are people DNA. who have no idea about monogamy, and and I say to them, you mm. know, the awful part about this story is somebody like you should never, ever be in a committed relationship because you're not meant to be. Do you reckon people know if, they're, if they can't, 
if monogamy yeah. doesn't sit well with them, do they usually stay single and end up in relationships? Well, that they do it so poorly that they end up breaking up and, you know, having lots and lots of partners because they just, they can't help themselves. They are, they, they do become, you know, mm. serial cheaters. And I feel like there are people out there that are like in the dating scene and they can't mm. commit to one person. They literally, actually, they literally sleep with everyone, date everyone, and just live their best life. But good for them. But do you think that that's how? What do you think? think about I think that? that we're social creatures. I think we're meant to have partners in our life that become our best friends and companions. And I think the people that go mm. from one partner to another never experience the love, caring, commitment and the intimacy that you have and gain in a loving, caring relationship. You don't get that when you just go from one person to another. All you're doing is having mm. fun and sex. Love that for me. <laughs> Not for you. <laughs> Oh my god, and now we end the podcast. Oh my god, woman, no. <laughs> oh my god, no, that's actually perfect timing for us. That's us for tonight. Um thanks right, so darling. much. We'll, we'll talk next week. All right. <laughs> and we'll ask our ask our <laughs> listeners to send us in questions. That would be lovely too. Agreed. So we've got a Facebook page called Sex With My Grandma Podcast. Please come and join the page and ask us questions. We'd love to interact with you and hear what you want to talk about. We're currently live on Spotify. We should be up on Apple Podcasts soon. I'll definitely let you know. But please give us your feedback. Please um, subscribe, rate and review. And um, looking forward to seeing you guys Bye. next week. Bye. Everybody. Bye. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.